Is the universe fair? Is it true that what goes around comes around? Why do we see so many people prospering who are complete terrors? And if God is good, then what's the deal with justice? Stick around because we're going to continue our series where we are trying to answer these questions. Let's do it. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Connecting you to living truth. If you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or join our inner circle through Patreon.com. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends and family can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today we are continuing our series about, what's the name of the series? (laughs) Why do bad things happen to good people? Yes, but we're flipping it today. Today we're going to switch it up on you. Flipping the I know bird. You're calling no, an audible. that's not what we're doing. No, we're not flipping the bird. <laughs> uh, we are asking the question and trying to answer, why do good things happen to bad people? Yes, but before we do that, we want to say what's up to the inner circle. What's up, y'all? How you doing? I uh, hope things are well. Um, shoot us a line. Let us know. If shoot us a line? What? Is shoot, the 90s? Shoot, drop us a line, actually. Drop us a called. line. Shooting a line, line is are a you Spider-Man? Why completely are we different connotation, depending on who you're talking to. We do not want you shooting any lines. <laughs> I don't think people say shooting if they're talking about those kind of lines. Don't do any Wouldn't lines. Know. No Have lines no will be happening as a result of what we have said on this podcast. They're ridiculous. Unless you're standing in the grocery line listening to our podcast. And then call it a cue, just for clarification. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't call it a cue. This isn't Europe. Why? Are, you don't know. We'd be listening in Europe right now. You don't know. I apologize. Moving on. I apologize to our Moving European Moving on listeners. with the whole thing. Yeah, so get, in. here's the thing. We're completely shifted. Go get the EP. Why didn't you get it yet? <laughs> I'm just curious because we had like, what was it like over 4,000 uh, downloads or listens or something? I don't yeah. remember what it was. Yeah, thank um, you guys for playing it and listening wow. to it. Wow. Like, is it that good to y'all? That's so cool. Like, I'm... <laughs> I don't even listen to it that much. You're and I'm like, cracking anyway. me up right now. I just want you to know that. I listen to a lot of other singers. Uh, anyway. Are you trying to like dissuade them from listening to you? You're oh, like, you like my I literally music? said Whatever. go listen I'll to it. I'll give you a Why list of people you, you should yet? listen to aside go from Go listen. Me. It's on Apple Music. It's on YouTube. You can go just listen on YouTube. Put a whole playlist together. YouTube. Loop it. Just that. The mixtape is out there. Go to my website, mm-hmm. KylieJoeMusic.com. You'll find it. It's awesome. I hope you love it. Um, let's get into this because it's a big one. Let's do it. So um, if you haven't noticed in the world, there are bad people that do really well for themselves. Uh, there are people that are multimillion and billionaires. I almost said m- billion dollars. I was like, no, I'm talking they about the person. billion dollar havers. <laughs> are you a billion dollar haver? <laughs> if so, right in. Um, but no, there are people that, that prosper financially, that prosper with uh, power and authority, with um, all sorts of areas of their Friends, life. Um, popularity. But they're really like terribly terrible people. Hmm. And even saying that is hard to say sometimes because that's, that's something like, why are you judging them? But I mean, if you just look objectively at the things that they do that represent their character, these are people of uh, poor morals, people of faulty character. Bad and ethics. Bad ethics. And yet there's prosperity in their lives. Mm. And a lot of times um, those folks that try to do what's right and try to um, do what they know is good. We can get to that place where we look around and we're like, I, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And yet nothing's happening the way that I'm told mm. by this standard of karma of what goes around, mm. comes around by this, this kind of um, ism of the world that you, you sow good, you reap good, right? Mm. Isn't that what the Bible teaches? You just I mean, do good things and good things come to you. Um, but I'm not getting good things. Right. So like, why? Why? Why, God? Why do good things, like why are there blessings pouring out on people when they just got done 
putting other people at a disadvantage and yeah. why like why our business is thriving that yeah, take advantage of other people right there's so many corporations we all can think of a couple at least that we maybe we don't shop there or we don't do business there because we understand morally it's hard to align ourselves with that but yet these places continue to prosper yeah and so um i think it's really cool to look at and we talked about at the end of the last episode like when you look at the scriptures there is nothing in our human emotions and our human experience that we can't find that we can can go to and and hopefully find that like camaraderie with spirit with with the spirit where we're like mm. yes lord you know you know what i'm talking about when we look at david and we look at the psalms that he wrote mm-hmm. um which again the psalms like were many of them were sung yeah and so it's like david's singing about like lord crush my enemies yeah like they're over here getting crazy good stuff i just i want you to take care of it because yeah. david understood I'm not going to be able to fight that battle. The battle belongs to the Lord. I'm, I'm not over here trying to like just get back at people. He actually called on God to look at his enemies and say, no, you, you, you see what they're doing. You better take care of this because I know you're a God who believes in justice. You're a God who yeah. does not delight in wrongdoing. And so we have that. Like that, yeah. we're not given those Psalms just to say, wow, I was pretty messed up for David. I hope things worked out for or him. Or to judge him to be like, man, David's David, terrible. Like, why are He's you questioning God? Like what? No, David, like those are tools that we have. And yeah. the Holy Spirit, when he inspired David to sing those songs and to say, hey, like you're calling on the Lord for this. You're not just, mm-hmm. this isn't just your neighbor or your friend that you're calling on to like have your back. This is the God of all creation. Which um, like, honestly, thinking about that, that is like the ultimate flex on somebody. I mean. Like I grew up as uh, a little brother. I had four <laughs> older brothers right um Kylie Joe didn't have that experience she was you know oldest she had to be the muscle but not me I have to uh, you want me to fight you and your brother I don't have to fight nobody I've got big dudes in my Mm. corner like um listen I thought I was tough not because I could fight very well (laughs) I mean I could do okay but I but that wasn't depending on my own strength (laughs) it was Mm. like I've got a brother when I was in um, elementary school my brother was like 6'4 350 pounds like a big dude and I was like, I'm not worried about nobody else's brother. I'm going to call wow. my brother. Let me, don't make me, let me call my brother. I'm calling big <laughs> brother I down won't. here. Say I won't. And, but David, that's what he's doing. He's like, I'm not worried about y'all. Mm-hmm. I got the God of all creation that, that's on my side. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, his, the imprecatory Psalms, which um, the, we have a whole episode about the imprecatory Psalms. If you want to listen to that or watch that, go back and look it up. It's called, um, what are the imprecations? But yeah. I'll go ahead and uh, put a link or in the comments or whatever, yeah. whatever it's called, in the thing. There'll be information you can go look and then clickety, yes. and then it's, and it pops up and yes. stuff. Go back and listen to that. But there's also just talking about the imprecatory psalms in general and the psalms in general. Um, so it's been said that we have like 65 books where God speaks to us, and we have one book where we speak mm-hmm. back. And so the psalms have, uh, they really run the gambit of human emotion and when you find yourself in those situations where you're looking around and you're like frustrated and you want to know how to um, bring that frustration into the kingdom through prayer, um, because there's a huge misunderstanding that we can't bring those situations to God. Yeah. Like there are Christians that believe you can't be mad or you can't question God or you can't like, no, bring your anger to God. He can Mm. handle it. Um, Now God has given us some ways to be like, look, this is a a good way that's good for your soul Mm -hmm. to bring it to me. That's Mm going to help you keep things in perspective. And so go back and look at the Psalms because David really does lay that out to yeah. where he's like, and most of the imprecatory Psalms or the songs, uh, Psalms of lament, um, they start off with like, everything's terrible. Mm-hmm. People are doing like the worst and all these people are 
like prospering and I'm just trying to serve you and I don't get it. And I wish I would crush up and my bones would dry out. I don't even want to be here. God, mm-hmm. like David dealt with depression. He dealt with suicidal, th- well, not suicidal thoughts, but like thoughts of like, I just don't want to live anymore. Yeah. Um, yet at the end it's like, but God, you are still good. Yeah. I still trust you. I still yeah. have faith in you. And so like, please go to those and look at those just kind of as an example yeah. uh, as what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. But one of the things um, I wanted to kind of focus on or like bring us to is this idea, like as we're looking at the world and the way the world works and like, why are we surprised when evil people do well in an evil system? I, well, again, just going back, it's because there's something in us that recognizes things should not be bad. Like there's something I think that what I think we mentioned, like the, that echo of perfection, that echo of Eden. It's like yeah. the world is supposed to be sunshine and rainbows, communion with God, yeah. walking in relationship, creating things, flourishing, thriving, little images of God all over the place. That's what it's supposed to be. So when we see things that don't align with what we know, like in, in the like heart of our hearts is what God wants for us and what we like not are entitled to, but that we were created for. It's mm-hmm. like, it just adds insult to injury sometimes. It's like, and this person <laughs> over here is over here getting crazy like followers and crazy like support and like they're making laws and they're changing things and they're, you know, like totally, it just adds to it. It's like, yeah. okay, so on top of the fact, yeah, I'm dealing with nature, you know, I'm dealing with the laws of nature and physics and all the things that are put in motion from creation that are fractured because of sin mm-hmm. on top of that. Now we have this very relational, like we have more proximity mm-hmm. to when people that we know, or even that we don't know people who we all like have that six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. We all impact each other. They start doing things that are harmful. And on top of that, I see that there's not immediate justice. Yes. It's like, okay, you, you just lied. And because you lied and took advantage and you manipulated, now you get the position. Yeah. Like now you get the, like you win the case. Like you got the credit for the work. Like what? No. And if you don't have a proper theology and a proper understanding of God's place in the kingdom and how this all works, um, by the way, God is King in the kingdom. Just in case you didn't know that. Um, if you don't have a proper understanding, it can lead you to a place of hopelessness Mm. where, where you're like, you're, you're just at a hopeless place. And, um, when humans become hopeless, when our, our hearts are crushed, when our, our intentions are dashed, it puts us in a place where we start to debase ourselves and we start to act likewise. We start to, mm. well, if everybody else is going to do it, I'm going to do it too. They seem to be prospering. Oh, like it's a formula. Yeah, because it's like, well, I'm trying to do good and good isn't happening, yet I see others doing bad and they're still getting good. So I might as well do bad mm. because if, Interesting. and, and um, scripture even speaks to that in the book of um, Ecclesiastes, right? Because in the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon is writing and he's like, Good people do okay sometimes, and sometimes they do bad. Bad people do okay sometimes, and sometimes they do bad. Good people do great work, and then sometimes somebody bad comes along and messes it up. Yeah. Don't care. And sometimes people get conquered, and they're peaceful people, and sometimes people prosper. And he's like, so what good is doing good if it doesn't matter? And he ends up, like, if you read the Psalms, it's great. Or not the Psalms, I'm sorry, the uh, book of Ecclesiastes. Great book. And he talks about, towards the end, he says, um, even doing all this, because Solomon had all the money and power and he was able to try anything he wanted to do. He was like, I still see it's better to do good. Come on. Like, even though, Come on. even though all of these situations tell me um, and the world says, because by the world's standards, 
sometimes it's just rotten luck. It's just like, hey, luck of the draw, bro. Like it just happened. Mm. Um, other times, yeah, this person schemed and connived and they got over. It, it happened. Um, but he's like, even in that situation, it's still better to be the one that did what's right. Well, because Solomon, I think he's a great one to look at because, um, well, he was dressed well. That's one reason he's great to look at. Anyway, um, <laughs> but no, like he's, he's a great example of that because Sol- Solomon knew what it was and he had seen because he, I mean, he had David mm-hmm. as his father who was, um, you know, that humble beginnings and got, got like put got in elevated, this, yeah, got yeah. elevated in his position. And he also got to see what a life lived in faith could be. Mm-hmm. And he also got to experience you know, God granting his prayer yeah. that he would have wisdom. Um, so I think for him, he knew what it was to be like in relationship with God and to be satisfied there. And then as he began to look at things of the world, mm-hmm. he tasted the fruit of all of that. Yeah. And so for him, it wasn't just, hey, you know what? Do the right thing because, you know, being good is good. It was like, look, no, I've, I've been in the presence of the Lord. I have tasted the goodness of his law. I've also tasted what it's like to try and make your own recipe. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what's better. Like yeah. those are the people. And that, that yeah. is wisdom. I mean, if you that think is. about it, the people you know in your life who are wise, who can give you that counsel, it's because they're like, look, I'm telling you from experience, this is what you want to do. And so I think that's a really good example just to, to go back and study that book in particular in light of Solomon's life mm-hmm. and to know that it's not a matter of, just, I mean, yes, we should question, well, why, why are these things happening? Why did, how does this person get this? But then to remember that even a great king in history, in, in our faith's history, mm-hmm. can say, yeah, it's going to happen, um, but God. And I think one thing you said earlier, I kind of want to come back to, because you said uh, they will prosper for a time, like there's mm-hmm. in the short run. Because one of the things that we have in, a, in today's culture is this immediacy um, culture of immediacy where we need it now we need this fast food give it to me in the moment if it's not a three minute clip i can't watch Uh it and sometimes three minutes pushing it i got 35 seconds (laughs) if you don't catch me in that i'm not watching it um and so like we have this need for immediate gratification and when what we see doesn't line up with our um taught desire for immediate gratification Mm. it can lead to this dissonance especially when you've been fed um or not fed but you've been told and shown how good god is Yet you're expecting his operation of justice, his operation of retribution, his operation of balance to come in your, your time frame. Yeah. Be like, God, that happened. Like, strike him dead. Hit him mm. with a car. Like, let him run into I a pole. prayed. I said the prayer. Yeah, let him get caught picking their nose and put on social media. Like, do something, God. Like, figure it out. Give I'm him over God here. 4K, Jesus. <laughs> Catch him, Lord. <laughs> Catch the, I see him. Um, and so, like, we have to know, though, that when people prosper for doing wrong, one, they're just following kind of worldly systems and they're, they're just kind of falling in line. They're not mm-hmm. living with that kingdom mentality. Yeah. And that prosperity is only temporal. Yeah. Like it only lasts for a time. And it is substandard. Like ultimately yeah, that operating true. in that, a lot of times we think because people, you know, we have social media, we live in the age of social media. When things happen for people, even when they're doing wrong, we see it on our, our newsfeed. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, it's out there. Everybody sees it. But it's substandard. Like That's right. even that isn't as as good as it could be if they were doing what was right. Come on. And it's hard. It's so hard to keep that perspective. But when we were talking about this, I was like, it's really hard for me to like, not that I don't relate to seeing people prosper that, um, that shouldn't be getting, um, like shouldn't be in those positions. Not that I can't say, man, that frustrates me or, or disappoints me, but I've come to a place where I'm like, I'm trying to keep it in perspective that like, 
even what good they're getting in that situation is not as good as what they could be having if they were operating in, in the Lord's will, like in, on, in what the so Lord's good. perfect will would be for them. And so like we have, but we have to get there. Like that didn't yeah. happen overnight. Even for my mind, it's like, okay, I've seen this happen enough times now that I'm like, yeah, maybe good right now. But just <laughs> I'm saying it's going to expire. It's well, gonna expire. I think even speaking to that is this understanding of um, seeking worldly desires like pre-Christ, like BC. Oh yeah. Um, because even in those days of like seeking whatever worldly desire you can seek, whatever your vice was, um, and then finding the Lord and realizing, man, that thing that I was abusing, God wants to give me that, wow. but he wants to give it to me better wow. than I could get it on my own. Come he wants on. to give it to me in a place that's, that's blessed, that's, sancti- that's mm-hmm. sanctified, that's holy, that's fulfilling not only whatever physical thing I'm seeking, but mentally and spiritually and emotionally. And so um, mm. knowing that it's a substandard high that they're getting um, is, is good to keep that in perspective. Mm. And I think it's, it's also interesting, like when we put ourselves in that place, because I know I've been there of like, man, they don't deserve, or how come they get, um, I've got to think like, where is my pride in that moment? Because in that moment, what I'm doing is I am putting myself in a place of I'm the good person and everyone else is the bad person. And as long as my good deeds exceed their good deeds, then I'm better than them. Oh, okay. And so, but what I forget in those moments is that I still have a ton of bad things about me. You know what I mean? I still have a nature within me. That's terrible. (laughs) That's equal to theirs. Oh my goodness. Even like on my worst day, I'm, I'm no better than anyone else on my best day. On my best day, I'm no worse. I may have said that backwards. Either way, I'm, confused. I, I'm way worse than some people. <laughs> Listen, I'm and terrible. Just know that. Even my best is filthy rags. You there know what I mean? Go. Compared to God's there goodness. Go. That's right. Jeremiah. And, and I'm, I'm Nick. Oh. <laughs> That's my other host. My bad. The other show I do. Tuesdays. <laughs> mostly. Um, but yeah, it's that thought of like, when you're putting yourself in that position of comparison, which we all know comparison kills. But when you're putting, putting yourself in that position, you're saying like, okay, I'm setting the standard of what good is. Mm. But when you actually set the standard next to what God's standard is, which is perfection found only in Jesus Christ, Mm. then you realize there are no good people. So when you ask the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Or why do good things happen to bad people? All people are broken. Right. All people are fallen. Right. And so the fact that good happens to anybody is grace. And it's amazing. And great. And just just to go back, because that's a churchy word. All right, Pastor Luke, churchy word. Um, if you are confused about what grace is, mm-hmm. it is getting something that you don't deserve. Getting something good. Good that you don't deserve. Um, mercy is having something like punishment withheld from you that you do deserve. Yeah. Now, in Christ, we have both yeah. working like like this beautiful little, I don't know what this is, but this is beautiful little Command thing right ball. here. Just a little... Yeah. Um, but, (laughs) but we have this grace that goes before us. Now, if you're Wesleyan, you call that prevenient grace. It's that grace that goes before that's like, that's that grace in, in place before you even step into the situation that's working for your good. That's right. Um, that you didn't do anything to earn because it's grace. But then there's also grace throughout situations that we don't even realize probably till after the situations happen. Like, Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh, I, I didn't even realize like I was late for that thing. Because there was going to be a traffic jam and there was going to be a wreck or whatever. That's right. And um, I'm mad that I'm late. And I'm mad that I'm late. But yet I showed up at the right time and now this blessing's here for me. That's right. And grace. So, um, but looking at that, like there, there are no good people. Jesus said that. Mm-hmm. Why do you call me good? Well, obviously 
He knew the answer. You call me good because I'm God. But no one is good. There's not even one. Mm -hmm. And like there are people in scripture that maybe if you go back and look, depending on the translation you read, they'll talk about the good things they did. Mm -hmm. Or like, what is it? Like Moses was the most humble, the most humble man. It doesn't say he was. He was a good man. And you look at the things he did. It's like, yeah, he did some messed up stuff. He still had anger issues. Um, and actually, yeah, he had a lot of, lot of issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even looking not just at scriptural history, because that is rich and we can go through that for hours and hours. But looking at the history of like this nation that we're in, we're in America. And there's a lot of things even in our history that it's like, yeah, it's kind of hard to argue that um, like the genocide that happened <laughs> and like the slavery, the, racism. the bigotry and this like really Besides bad system me, of like, like cutthroat capitalism that we live with even today. That has built a very prosperous nation that ever and, and not just the people on this soil, people all over the world have been benefiting from this stuff that has been done that actually yeah. harmed people and has harmed yeah, so, generations. Some people have benefited. Some people have suffered. Some people have really suffered. But that that just gave me a quick insight because I know we got to keep it moving. But um, all the conversation around like critical race theory, all the conversation around mm. um, the historical, like teaching historical context um, and keeping these things in mind that just because we won doesn't mean we did it the right way. Um, like it, it's showing me that people are uber simple and uber simplistic at basic. times, <laughs> basically, um, because it's hard for people to reconcile. I live in a prosperous nation that does good, yet was founded on a lot of bad things. Mm. Just like it's hard for people to reconcile. I may work for this company now, and this company is doing good things, but at some point, but at some point, this company didn't uh-huh, do good things. Uh-huh. And so there's a complexity to history that mm-hmm. I think we have to we have to appreciate the nuance. Yep. And we have to understand it in in the light of truth and yeah. not just try to whitewash things and be like, oh, it's always been good. <laughs> um, no, no, it hasn't. No, no, definitely not. Well, and like I, I think going back to that, like we all benefit from these things that have happened at some point. Um, we benefit from bad things that other people have done. We benefit, we benefit from bad things that we have done. We may not even realize it sometimes. Um, and nobody, there's this reality that nobody is keeping their hands clean. Like pilot is one of the people in scripture who like, we see him like, uh, y'all want to do what now? Okay. Well, I didn't have anything to do with this. Like, no, like we don't get to do that Yeah, because there's so many things that we are aware of. And unfortunately, even in our ignorance, um, we're still benefiting from these things. And, and once our eyes are open, we don't really get to feign that like, what? Oh my gosh, I had, I had no idea. Like we all have a hand in this game. And yeah. sorry, that made me think of something that um, Sydney actually said that she, one of her classes had her take part of her inner circle. What's up? Had her take a test about um, how many slaves you have working for you right now. Ooh. Uh, because based on the products that you own, buy, rent, whatever, there's a there's a website or something I don't remember, mm. but there's a way that you can figure out how many um, enslaved people today today not in the past today have participated in your lifestyle. Wow! And so like even those of you who think like I don't hurt anybody I don't own anybody you I eat chocolate all I yeah right drink coffee we try to we try to get fair fair trade, fair trade coffee but um how do I even know that they're selling me fair you, trade coffee you wearing certain clothes certain brands right you don't you don't know and so. This idea, and I'm not saying, well, just don't care, but I'm saying this idea that you're a good person because you shop at Aldi or wherever you shop and because you wear, you know, hemp clothing or whatever standard you set to be like, this is what makes me a good person. 
you still can't keep your hands clean because you still live in a place or have been affected by other people's sin. Mm. Well, and this is one of the things that for Christians, like this is where we step in and we can model what Jesus was teaching when he gave the parable of the, um, the log. Yeah. Log of spec. Where he's asking like, like, hold on a second. How are you going to point out how you going to tell this president or this leader's issues (laughs) when you're over here, gossiping, lying, slandering, trying to get over on people, you know, not cheating on your taxes. (laughs) I know tax season's over so I can say it. Some of y'all, you're like, okay, I did it. Nobody nobody caught me. Those social No, they'll still send you a letter just so you know. They're going to catch it. They're going to send you a letter. But how can you look at at one thing and not think about all the things that you know that you've been hiding, Mm -hmm. that you've been trying to cover up, you've been trying to atone for on your own with your good deeds? And, like, we just, we don't, we don't have the luxury as Christians of, of wearing our pride on our sleeves and saying, yeah, yeah no, but look, hey, I did a great job because I recycled. So yeah. don't look at all the stuff that I did. Exactly. <laughs> don't worry about that because I tithe and I go to church. No, it, it, it covers, it still is, is evident in yeah. our lives. And so, and like and you said, good. the filthy rags, um, you, can, you can dip filthy rags in perfume all day long, but it's still going to stink. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing, you know, somebody who needs to hear this, you know, somebody who you've talked to about this, like, come on, you, you, maybe you had like a bash session where you're like, I can't believe they got that promotion. And I don't know why you're talking like that. Cause that's weird. Um, but maybe you, you've, you've had issues with coming to terms with this, with God, and maybe you and somebody else, you guys need to listen to this together. You need to share it with somebody. Please do that. But we're going to, we're going to close it up because yes. here's where we, as the church, we shine. Come this is now. where we, we, we don't operate in that substandard, like eh, 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 under the table stuff. <laughs> we are shining bright so that people will know who our father is in heaven. Yeah. And it is in playing the long game. Yes. Yes. And yes. And yes. Because we have to, like uh, Paul even says, if there's no resurrection from the dead, then we of all people um, should be our pitied most the be most. Pitied. So it's like we understand that our hope is eternal, that our hope is not temporal in this world. And that means that our understanding of justice is long term. That means that some people, some systems, some um, some evil in this world is not going to be reconciled within our lifetime. Some bad in this world may not be reconciled within this century. Yeah. Um, but we know that God wins, that yeah. ultimately there will be retribution that that comes. And I don't mean retribution like I guess retribution is the wrong word. There will be redemption. Um, there will be a turnaround and a reconciliation mm. of all the evil. Yeah. And so we have to look that like ultimately God redeems things. Yeah. Um, and that ultimately Jesus wins yeah. and that's the long game that we play. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because we, we have this progressive gospel and I'm not making a political or social statement. Cause I think the word progressive has been misused. Mm-hmm. We're appropriating it to a social movement or things that we think need to change, um, outside of the historical context of the church. But the progressive gospel is this. Yes, God has saved mm-hmm. you. Like if you're in Christ, you've been saved. He is saving you. Progressively. And he will save you. Now, it's yes. not just that God's going to come down, swoop up, and just, I'm taking you out of this. Don't worry. All the other people, they get to stay here and suffer forever. No, don't worry about it. We're going to go. No, he is redeeming the world right now. That is why we are still on the earth. That's, that's what we believe based on what scripture teaches us. Mm-hmm. And so while we are still here, yeah. while we have today. And Jesus even said, when you go out and you're, he's sending out people, he sent out the 72. He's like, when you go to them, tell them the kingdom of God is in your midst. Yeah. Why would he say that if there wasn't a progressive redemption happening every time we heal, every time we speak life, every time we go in and we find these systems and we can say, no, let's do it differently so that more yeah. people are benefiting and fewer people are disadvantaged. That's the progressive gospel that we, that, that's what we live in. 
And so as he's continuing to restore, we are playing the long game because we're waiting. We're like, okay, God, stay alert. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. We're Mm -hmm. gonna do this. But while we wait, I'm gonna continue working. Like I'm gonna continue preaching the gospel and bringing it to all people so they will be saved by knowing Jesus Christ. So there's the now Mm -hmm. that we live in the now Jesus is restoring and redeeming. And like cancer research is like, we're finding new ways to treat and maybe one day cure cancer. Mm -hmm. That's the gospel. But we're also waiting for our savior to come and make all things new when he puts our enemy under his feet eternally and is no more. It's done. Yeah, that's good. Pass the offering plate. I'm sweating. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, and so going along with that, though, you said this is where Christians shine. Like, we um, we are supposed to be lights shining out in the darkness, and if we did not live in a dark world, they, there wouldn't be a need for light. And so God put us here um, not to look around and to compare our situations, be like, how come I didn't get what they get? But to say, in spite of me not getting what they get, I have Jesus, and mm, therefore mm. I'm going to be content. Um, in spite of them prospering, I know they don't have hope. I'll tell you what, I, can, I look at some people who have prospered financially, who have prospered in the media, and I'm looking at people, and I'm like, man, they live a terrible life. Like they look hopeless. <clears throat> they they live as though they have no hope. And yet here I am, I ain't got a couple nickels to rub together, um, and yet I have Jesus Christ. Like that is the Christian mm. mindset. That's why God has put us here because, um, our testimony is to show God's goodness in spite, yeah. not to testify to the laws of karma, Come right? On. Come on. We're not here as Christians to be like, see, I did good. Look how good my life is. Cause then why would you need Christ? You can just do good by yourself. You don't, you don't need Jesus for that. You don't need a redeemer mm-hmm. if you can redeem yourself. And mm-hmm. so like this, this idea that, that bad things happening to good people. Like that's what we believe about provenient grace as Wesleyans is like, um, if it, or sorry, good things happen to bad people. If it wasn't for good things happening to bad people, no one would ever be saved because the grace of God is the best thing out there. It's the best thing floating. And if, if, if it did not respond, if God did not respond with his grace, Mm -hmm. um, to poor broken sinners who are crying out, then no one would be saved. Yeah, He did it all based on, well, you're bad. I'm not, I'm not making until you until you clean yourself up. I'm not going to save you. Mm-mm. That's not the gospel, Mm-mm. y'all. Mm-mm. That's not. You don't Christ. clean a fish before it gets in the boat. You shouldn't. You ain't. You ain't cleaning nothing before you catch it. You ain't doing but, it. But like you just, you, you're a bad fisherman if you're doing it that way. Um, <laughs> and here's the thing: like Abraham, Jacob, or Israel, Judah, Saul in the New Testament, into Paul, Mary Magdalene. These people were bad. They were doing bad things, living their lives apart from God and His mm-hmm. goodness. But the story we know of them, the way we see them now, what we see Mary Magdalene going to the tomb, seeing the empty tomb, being one of the first people to see the empty tomb. Why would she get to do that when she was she was a prostitute? She was possessed by demons. Why does she get to do it? But God, but God. And here's the thing. The worst thing happened to the best person Mm -hmm. so that the best thing could happen to the worst people. Come on now. That's going to preach. That's going to preach. So, well, look, I think we got to leave it there because we keep yes, talking about we, this. But and, yeah. um, what I want you to know is if you want to know more about our inner circle, please go to patreon.com. Mm-hmm. Find out about it. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. Our children just knocking on the door. This <laughs> It happens. Um, but we uh, we just hope you've been blessed by this. Please share it with somebody that yes. needs to know about the grace of God. Yes. This has been the Nick Smith Podcast. We hope this episode has connected you to living truth. Be, Be blessed. blessed.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.